yeah, I had a very bad weekend and I want to, I don't want to, I don't need another weekend. I just, I want to restart this weekend because I put in every bet so unconfidently that I should have just truly, truly, truly listened to my gut. I think I would have won a lot more money if I listened to my gut instead of my brain this weekend. Oh, I was just talking about like my actual weekend. I won every bet. Oh, oh, my bad. Yeah. So, so take this how you will. The <laughs> only bet I have left is uh, Bears tonight. So if the Bears win, I go four for five. Because by the time I got around to putting my bets in, I had to put more money in my account. The Vikings-Ravens, Ravens were up to minus seven and a half. And I, I wasn't feeling it, so I didn't bet that. So I went four for four. And if they win tonight, I go five for five. Now, if you think that I got the juice, the juice to make it happen tonight, you ride that Bears pick, Justin Fields coming out party. Uh, if not, I, I, I would recommend you fade me. Yeah, um, I'm definitely going to tell you. And everyone listening should definitely tell us. Um, you can pick, check out all our picks on IG. Money underscore back underscore podcast where all our picks are at. And we're going to give you all picks coming in for the rest of the year. I suggest you tell us both, but with caution when it comes to my side of the board. I'm dialed in, bro. I feel really good. I feel really good. I feel really well. rest. I, I feel like, especially when it comes to like the NFL which I take a lot of pride in watching a lot of and diagnosing a lot of. I feel like I'm finally hitting a sweet spot. I feel like I'm seeing the board really well because I hated the board last week, and I, I found my little my nuggets. So I'm liking that. Uh, yeah, hopefully it starts to, to carry over a little bit more. I haven't been watching as much hockey because I've had stuff to do, but. I'm excited to get back into it. KHL's on a break for a week, so I'm gonna I'm gonna nice. dive into the NHL. Yeah, I'm uh, definitely looking into college football a lot more, picking those picks. I was right. I was right on a couple picks there, and um, definitely looking into this NBA season because it's amazing. We give you all picks, all sports, and of course, Winter Olympics coming around the corner. And I am a self-proclaimed expert on stuff that are overseas so i look into that and i give you the best picks bro, because bro. you give you give picks you know i give picks people should look into all these picks and make the other picks but i give you the picks that i know is gonna win i feel is gonna win i'm here to make money man welcome to money back guaranteed you're guaranteed
My name is Angel. I'm with the wonderful co-host Jay, and we're going to start off this wonderful show with amazing football, the end of the NASCAR season, and of course, give you some basketball, give you a little basketball talk, but of course, the best sport in the world, the NFL. Can we talk about some fucking disrespect right now? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I was going through my futures bets, and I had preseason New England Patriots plus 475 to win the uh, AFC East, Yeah, just to win their division. And after, after this weekend, and after the Buffalo Bills just got absolutely outplayed in Jacksonville, I was thinking like, damn, I wish I put more money on that. Like, that's like, not to use the term free money, but that might be some asterisk free money. Uh, I go to check. Buffalo Bills are still minus 600 to win that division. Patriots are plus 350. Damn. Like, to win the conference, the Bills are still the favorites over Tennessee at plus 275. The Chiefs are third. Or, yeah, tied for third. Chiefs, uh, Buffalo Bills plus 275. This is to win the AFC and go to the Super Bowl. Titans are plus 500. Ravens are plus 550. Chiefs are plus 550. Nice. That's crazy. After this win, I mean, why not? It was a great win. You beat Jordan Love. And Jordan Love (laughs) outplayed Mahomes statistically. Oh, yeah, the defense did its job this game, you know. But anyway, we're back. That's we're back. A, that's we're about a fucking. That's a fucking disrespect. And I'm about to put like more money on uh, the Patriots to win the AFC East. Oh, look at Bill's schedule coming up, though. I mean, they did take this loss, but this is one of those ugly. They didn't prepare for this team type of loss, which, I mean, the team didn't do much anyways. I mean, the game ended 9-6. to six. They just didn't have anything offensively, and Josh Allen threw two picks. One of those picks going to Josh Allen. Yeah, but Josh Allen hasn't looked great in a while. They're, they, are, they, they just lost two in a row. I mean, the defensive player Josh Allen looked great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but the offensive player, Josh Allen, no, he hasn't. They haven't looked good. Um, I think they're not getting help from their supporting cats as much. Um, Cole Beasley hasn't been that guy this year. Emmanuel Sanders has been kind of overshining him. But Emmanuel Sanders has had two bad games. And when you're only having Stephon Diggs out there and he's not looking as spectacular this year, you're kind of. Like, that whole receiving core is slumping. And Josh Allen is – you see his rushing yards is up more this year. He's running the ball a lot more because, I don't know, this is this – I mean, I called it in the beginning of the year, this is the recession of Josh Allen. And, and the first couple games, yeah, he looked good. But now it's looking like he's taking off more and losing bad games. Okay. So right now the Patriots are five and four. Yep. They play uh 
home against the Browns next week, and they play uh, home against the Titans in three weeks. Other than that, they play at Atlanta, at the Bills, home against the Bills, at the Colts, Jaguars, at Miami. That's a Taylor, very Taylor Fade, they go th- – what? They go – That's eight. Taylor Fade, they go three and five, or five and three, and they finish this season ten and seven. I'll tell you. I think um, you'll split the Bills, which will be very interesting when you go to uh, Buffalo. Bro, I don't know. Even with Cam, they had the Bills number. Well, yeah. Now it's a little different, and you got to see what type of Bills team shows up there. Also, the Bills don't have a running game, so that could be a big factor as well. And if you're – if Bill only has to focus on one side of the ball for you, that's tough. That's going to be real tough for you. Patriots, I believe, also still have their bye week. Yep, I think uh, week 11, which is very great. Which – and then you look at Buffalo, 5-3. and three, They go at the Jets – They play the Colts at the Saints, Patriots at the Buccaneers, uh, Panthers at the Patriots. And then here's the upset special. Healthy Zach Wilson or healthy Mike Smith. Week 17, uh, home against the Jets. Oh, yeah. Might be for the division. That's That's a big Jets fuck you game right there. That that's a that's a uh, that's a Robert Sala needs a statement to the end of the year. Zach Wilson needs to not have the narrative all off season being is he the worst number two pick of all time, and yeah, it's it's going to be cold in Buffalo. Yeah, and you don't have a running game. That's a big issue. Big issue. That might that might be the reason you get stopped in the playoffs. Because if you get a Titans team, a Browns team, uh fucking with a hot running back at that time, that could really tear you up. Especially if Derrick Henry comes back healthy and rested. It's going to be like his high school stats where he was getting 55 carries a game for 450 yards. Yeah. Some, and some, some stupid coach who's like a part-time insurance agents, just trying to make it somewhere. So he's going to run Derrick Henry into the ground as a child to make a name for himself. Dude, Derrick Henry would welcome that. He'd be like, you know what? Let's go. Cause the bone break isn't, the bone break isn't one that will really stop you from like working out and stuff like that. Like you can put it on your heel, you'll be just fine. That's what I've heard. That Derek Henry's still working out. So yikes. <laughs> if they could get him any time in the playoffs, that'd be great. But the start of the playoffs, that's gonna be dangerous for any team that doesn't have the capability of stopping Derrick Henry. Or he comes back and he's rusty, but 
he hasn't looked rusty at all this year. Not one bit. I'll say this. Uh, that That's maybe been, and again, we had some, some really great games this weekend in terms of kind of statement games. Oh, yeah. uh, I felt like Cleveland made a statement. Denver made a statement. Uh, New England made a statement. We have Atlanta showing they're still alive. Uh, you know, Jacksonville showing they're not the worst team in the league. Uh, I think Arizona made a statement, but Tennessee for sure made a statement. There were Absolutely. there were some big games this weekend. Yeah. Let me uh let me give you Taylor Fade here. Titans Super Bowl team, Taylor Fade. Without yeah. Derrick Henry. Yeah, I tailed that. They're gonna right. they're gonna handedly win their division. They're gonna come back healthy. Uh I think uh I mean, Kevin Biard is making a name for himself, and he's making that defense. They're very reminiscent of some of the Patriots Super Bowl defenses where you're going to be able to drive the field, but you're going to get three, not seven. They're going to be opportunistic. They're going to make those turnovers. They're going to keep you to field goals, and they're just going to grind you down on the ground. They have the perfect – Offense and defense for playoff football in the cold. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Do you want to see them as a Chiefs fan in the second round? No. I mean, right now, I mean, give Melvin Gordon or Melvin Ingram a couple weeks and maybe, but not really. It really depends if you can stop the receivers. If you can stop the receivers and just let Derrick Henry get – if you find a way to stop the passing game and let Derrick Henry tire himself out, that's probably your only best bet. But good luck because Sorensen is still on the field. I will say this. You are so fucking lucky that I have Mm -hmm. a fairly demanding day job. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> because if my ass was unemployed again, you bet your ass you would be getting texts all day with just clips from this show. You talking about how Sam Darnold's back, man. Sam Darnold's yep. the man. You had about two weeks where you were the president and king and CEO of the Sam Darnold fan club. That man is perpetually yeah. living in a haunted house. <laughs> oh man. Uh, yeah, I gave myself a teller fade on this one. Is he gonna is he done in the NFL after this season? I think he is. Um, I'm jumping off the bandwagon. I think it's time. He has made a potential NFL star in this league, Robbie Anderson pretty much be just nothing like Allen Robinson. DJ Moore is the only guy that can catch something for you, and that's because he's pretty much like Spider-Man out there. And they have no backup that's a true piece to carry them to any type of, like, they're in a position where they can make kind of a run and see if they could put themselves in the wild card, see if there's a 
almost 500 uh, spot at the end there, but not with Sam. And you don't have – you traded away uh, – you didn't trade away. You didn't get anybody. You got P.J. Walker, an XFL star, and that's about it. Man, I said it from the beginning. Like, signing Sam Darnold to an extension before he took a snap for your team is basically the equivalent of uh, who was that running back? Was it Le'Veon Bell when he went to the Jets and he got the Jets tattoo before he even showed up for training camp? Man, like, and now, and now you're fucking with your cap. Like, why? Why? How good was Sam Darnold going to have to play where he was going to want to leave? And you're a building team anyways. Like, if you show that you're just a competent team with a competent GM, Sam Darnold's not going anywhere. Where's he going to go? Houston? You You would think that Sam would... Sam's game would elevate with having his college coach or a coach that knew him, knew his gameplay. You had your receiver from the Jets that you had some type of success with the Jets when you played decent. Oh, he's over his ass, though. Yeah, he told his ass tight up. And, yeah, three picks. It's just not, not the way. Yeah, no. Bill Bill has your number. Bill's in your nightmares. This Patriots organization is a reason why you don't have a job in the future. You might sign for the Patriots as a backup backup and see if Bill can fix you. <laughs> yeah, I mean that I think that's the only way that his career gets extended. Hey, how do you feel about backing up Mac Jones for the next five, six years? Excuse me. Excuse me. How do you feel about backing up Brian Hoyer as Brian Hoyer is backing up Mac Jones for a couple <laughs> of years? <laughs> Brian oh, Hoyer man. is the coach in the room and you're the backup of the coach. Girl, that was, that was some ugly, ugly play from Sam Darnold with, which again, with a rebuilding Panthers defense with Christian McCaffrey that looked good, just out-schemed, classic Patriots win, holding Sam Darnold. But at the same time, Sam Darnold's last three games, ready? Yep. Uh, versus the Patriots, 170, 172 yards, three interceptions, zero touchdowns. Uh, at the Falcons, 129 yards, zero touchdowns, zero interceptions. At the Giants, 112 yards, zero touchdowns, zero interceptions. Low key on the year, he has 1,986 passing yards, seven touchdowns, 11 interceptions. At least uh, Patrick's not number one on that list anymore for interceptions. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, I think it's done. I think um, they should move on, try to figure out someone else, bring in, find someone on a practice squad, see if we could bring them up. 
and let them take over. Let them see if you can win a couple games. Because you had CMC out there for 25% of the snaps, and he still got over 100 yards off of the line of scrimmage. I mean, he just needs someone to get him the ball, truly. So if you find a game manager of some sort, trade a third for Mitchell Trubisky. Uh, oh, you can't trade anymore. Fuck. You, yeah, you legitly are. Yeah, find a free agent quarterback. Um, you can't call Cam. Cam won't go there. Um. Yeah, I don't know. You're kind of stuck here. Taylor Fade, uh, the Carolina Panthers end the season last in the NFC South. I'll tell that. Atlanta's playing decent. Uh, and Saints and Bucks. That's about it. Come on now. No question. Uh, Taylor Fade. This. After assuming uh, the quarterback who started this last weekend is the starter for the rest of the year. So we're talking Taysom Hill, Trevor Simeon, Matt Ryan, uh, Sam Darnold, and Tom Brady. Taylor Fade, Sam Darnold being the worst quarterback of those five. Absolutely. I'll tell that. I mean, Taysom has, I mean, Taysom has his own problems, but – his problems are covered with the fact that he could take off for 70 at any point in time when he gets the ball in his hand. Um, Trevor Simeon, clearly he is playing great. I mean, he did get caught up losing to the Atlanta Falcons this week, but, I mean, Cordell Patterson having 200 yards, all-purpose yards, I mean, you can't – he got the touch. And you lost at the end of the game with – you know, just critical mistakes that could have been prevented if you had been playing more. And they'll develop from that, and the Saints will be very, very, very competitive going forward to this day without James. Uh, Jordan Love, Sam Darnold, Mitch Trubisky, Blake Bortles. Who's the worst quarterback of those four? Is it Sam Darnold? If you're the Green Bay Packers right now and Carolina sends you a trade offer, uh, Sam Darnold for Jordan Love straight up, are you taking it? Yes. Uh, Sam has more experience in the NFL. And Jordan has been in the game. Yes, this was his career, first career start. But he has been in other situations, and he does not look like an NFL quarterback. He uh, he does not look like he can produce in the NFL. Honestly, Taylor Fade, Jordan Love is the worst first pick in Green Bay history. I don't know enough um, to say of all time, but. I think, yeah, very clearly he might be the worst first-round pick of a contending for a Super Bowl team that I've ever seen. And you look at you look at teams, especially teams who tend to pick in like that 26 to 32 range, yeah. they'll take some <clears throat> wild swings. They'll they'll take a guy who maybe would have gone in the third round, but they love his motor because uh, he fills a hole that they need. But even at the time, I mean, 
I don't think it's any secret, a preposterous stretch by Green Bay when you have Aaron Rodgers with plenty of years left on his contract to pick a backup quarterback in the first round. That was, in my opinion, an all-time overreaction to Patrick Mahomes and Lamar Jackson. Yep, absolutely. Because Aaron Rodgers is a monster in its own. I mean, I hate the guy. I think he – I truly still think he doesn't have it to take his team all the way to the Super Bowl again. But still, a special project that if you give him a top five defense, he will take you there. A top five defense and Aaron Rodgers wins you a Super Bowl again. But you did not do that. And um, now you're stuck with Jordan Love. It looks like it could be next week as well if he does not pass um, COVID. So I definitely feel like you should keep Blake Bortles on staff for the rest of the year and see how it goes. Does Blake Bortles get to start in week two after Jordan Love uh, outdueled Patrick Mahomes, some are saying, in the fourth quarter? Outdueled? No. Statistically played better than. Um, this offense Patrick Mahomes, problem. uh, 20 for 37, 166 yards with a TD, uh, 43.0 QBR. And you have Jordan Love, 19 through 34, uh, pass for more yards, 190 yards. Mm-hmm. The most boring game of all time. If you were watching Red Zone, you probably don't even know what happened. You know, I watched that game. Um, Patrick Mahomes is still looking for that magic. And they need to call BJ immediately. They need to do their absolute best to uh, tell him that this is the right situation for him because they need more weapons. I completely disagree, but continue. Clyde Edwards is coming back, so if he could be the running back that he could be in the future, or like he was in his rookie year, he'd be just fine. And, yeah, I mean, Josh Gordon needs a little more time with the playbook. OBJ coming in would be great, and this offense will have that magic again because they have weapons. But LC and Hill just can't be your only weapons. Sorry. Angel, I think adding Odell Beckham Jr. to this Kansas City Chiefs team would be like putting a Band-Aid from Target on a six-inch deep infected bleeding wound. I mean, you got to do something. You got to try. I think think that – the reports out of Cleveland are one of the main reasons why Odell Beckham is getting balls high and balls low is because my man likes to freestyle. Now, one would think, hey, OBJ likes to freestyle. Patrick Mahomes loves to freestyle. Okay, and maybe they make some magic and they it's make awesome, it right? to – the yeah. wild card round. You like but the thought. 
But long term, if you are a Chiefs fan and you are thinking, I want this team to be as successful as I was promised they would be for the next, whatever, 10 years, Mm -hmm. you need to force Patrick Mahomes to sit in a pocket and make easy reads. You need to drill into his head, reading defenses, picking up coverages, and just delivering safe balls. And OBJ, I think, is going to make Patrick Mahomes – it's going to cover up a lot of the things that Patrick Mahomes is currently doing that if he didn't have the arm talent he had, he would be on the bench right now instead of just being five and four and potentially missing the playoffs. I think you need to seriously rethink and like refocus. I think, uh, I think Andy Reed, Patrick Mahomes, I think the Kansas city chiefs, they are a little bit too high on their own supply right now. And somebody needs to, to get them to take a step back. Maybe they need to miss the playoffs just to realize like, Hey man, like teams are going to catch up and we are no longer like that revolutionary. It's happened to Andy Reid everywhere else he's gone. Yeah. I mean, the reads are there. Patrick's just not taking them. The game last night showed it. Kelsey was open multiple times. Receivers in the middle were open. And Patrick just chose to extend the play. Try to throw a deep bomb. Look for the deep bomb. Miss the guy in the middle. Miss these throws trying to create the magic. He's going to have to learn, and he's going to. Packers. Bringing OBJ in. Will Packers help do that. not have a good defense. Secondary. They, I know. Just throwing that Still out there. Yeah. And I get it. I understand. But if you bring in one more weapon, it will open the field a little more. The weapon that Mahomes need, an OBJ type. Tyreek Hill, Josh Gordon. Josh Gordon Travis is not Kelsey. a weapon. You can't count him right now. You counted him when you signed him. Clearly, he doesn't have it right now. He's on the field for, what, 20% of the plays? OBJ would come in and change the game completely, immediately. A lot of Giants fans are saying he's lost a step. Mahomes will let them know he's just fine. But reports are saying that Seattle and the 49ers are the ones um, that OBJ is more intrigued on going to. So we will see how that goes. He is a free agent as of right now. He's on the waivers. Tuesday at 4 o'clock, the waivers will be done, and he will be an official free agent. Uh, Hypothetically, assuming he does get signed. You're right. Uh, Taylor Fade. The Seattle Seahawks are currently third in the division. They're three and five. San Francisco 49ers tied for, I guess, tied for third in the division. They are also three and five. OBJ makes either one of them a playoff team. 
I'll tell that. I'll tell that. Uh, I think if he goes to Seattle, um, Russ will have a great time putting him in the slot and letting um, Tyler and DK run on the outside. And it will bring a different dynamic to that offense. And Russ is back 100%. He'll be starting next week. Adding OBJ this week will be great. And, yeah, I think Seattle will be a playoff <laughs> team. Um, same for, same for uh, San Francisco 49ers. Debo Samuel is having a great year. Bryant, uh, Brandon Ayuk is Ayuk? awful. He is yuck. He is having a super down year. The running backs are getting healthy. Jimmy, um, he did not look good against the Cardinals last night. They lost the game against the Cardinals without a Kyler, without a D-Hop. You watch your mouth when you're talking won. about the legend Colt McCoy. Oh, my bad. Excuse me. I have, I found out Colt McCoy was on that team at 10 o'clock this morning when his fantasy points was like 12. I was like, oh, shit, look at that. He's still on the team. Yeah, no. Had a great game. Beat the 49ers. Jimmy G looked pedestrian. He did not look good. This is the reason why they got Trey Lance. Now I see that. But Jimmy G is still the number one guy you should go with because that's just one game, and Jimmy bounced back from those games. So Kittle's back too. So, yeah, adding OBJ to that offense would be great. OBJ, Debo Samuel. George Kittle, I mean, pretty much just adding them to the Chiefs, same thing. You have a great tight end, a number one receiver that's phenomenal. Um, some backup or some receivers that can kind of fill in the spot so you're not covered completely all the time. It'll be a great situation in both situations. I think OBJ eats Jimmy G alive. I mean, yeah. I can see that as well, but if Jimmy G gets him the ball, which – he is more than capable of doing, that we just fine. But if they get to putting Trey Lance in there and Trey Lance starts running around all over the place, OBJ is going to be a disgruntled that he's not getting the ball. Bro, if OBJ, OBJ turned 29 on Friday, if he clears waivers, gets to pick where he goes, and it's not successful this season, OBJ might be retired at 31. Yeah, OBJ won't find a job probably. Because the, the the things coming out of Cleveland, uh, I don't like to use the term locker room cancer very often, but my God, uh, OBJ potentially not the most well-liked person in Cleveland or New York. Two very... Unwinning, unwinning culture organization. I mean, New York had won two Super Bowls. They had a two-time Super Bowl MVP. Well, that was before OBJ got there. So you're saying unless he goes to a place and wins a Super Bowl, he's going to be a piece of shit? Yeah, pretty much. If he's not in a winning organization where he could succeed, yeah, he's not going to be happy. And if he's not happy, he's going to be a dick until he gets moved on. Who does that sound like? Who does that? Who? Oh, 
God's fucking winning and it's quiet because there's no issues coming out of him other than being injured. That's about, oh, Antonio Brown, look at that. When he's in a shitty organization that's not winning, he acts like a dick and moves. He went to the Raiders, seeing that, hey, man, I don't think I can fucking win here, became a dick, and then got moved. Now he's with Tom. And it's great when he's on the field. No issues. Yeah, we we will see if if OBJ can pull that off because oh, if OBJ man. wants to play longer than thirty one, go to the Bucks, go to the Rams. Yeah, maybe. Man, I I still think depending on what kind of men, mind state he's in, New England would be a great spot for him because New England could use somebody like that. Because Jacoby Myers is great, but Jacoby Myers isn't OBJ. Uh, the issue you run into there is if you get cut by Bill Belichick because he doesn't think you got it, uh, you don't have it, man. Yeah, well, yeah, it's going to be tough, but. I think OBJ knows that his next situation needs to be a successful one. So he needs to make, if he clears waivers, he needs to make the right decision because it's all on him. There's no trades. There's no bullshit. Even though you've kind of forced your way to Cleveland anyway, there's no bullshit. It's on you. You're a Chiefs fan. You get to pick. I'll either give you OBJ. I will give you uh, Brandon Cooks. I will give you Juju. Or I will give you, let's see here. uh, Allen Robinson. Who are you taking? Allen Robinson. How about second? OBJ. Then Brandon, then Juju. Yep. Interesting. Yeah, OBJ is a really big splash player guy. And he'll go up and get the ball. I think he's playing like a Blake Griffin type right now. He's not really doing much. He's not really getting a position to do it. But once he gets excited for the game and is, you know, get some fresh air in his lungs, He's going to pop out again. He's going to shine again. So that's why he's number two. Allen Robinson, he just has a different gear. He's just a great route runner through and through. And with Allen Robinson, you know for sure you're not going to get the clown shit show behind it. So that's why he's one. OBJ two, Brandon Cooks, you know, hit and miss with that guy. It depends on where he's really at, you know. And I don't think he really shines and does well when he's a number two. He needs to be number one around really bad guys. That's why he's kind of shining this year. The fact that OBJ couldn't make it work with Jarvis really does concern me that multiple offensive coordinators and he couldn't figure out how to make it work. It was, we've seen it before that Baker doesn't play well with OBJ. It was already talked about. Trying to force it was the problem. 
you should have moved them before the season and all this shit would have been, you probably would have had a better record. Baker would have never got hurt. I, w- I will say if the Browns were truly offered like a second round pick for OBJ and they turned it down to cut him straight up, I I need to know more because that's crazy. That's crazy. You look at like, I mean, it's nothing massive, but you're looking at the ability to actually help your team and nothing. Said yep. nah. That yep. is that is crazy to me. The fact that it was all this BS before the right before the trade deadline, and you chose not to move on was a bad move already. Stop trying to force shit. You knew he wasn't happy. I'm sure it was rumored that he wasn't happy. You should have moved him right away. There's no point in holding these guys and trying to make it work and all this extra shit. No point in doing that with these guys. Once they're done, get them out the door. I need some writer. I need some writer to go, you know, behind the scenes and like post like what really happened? Because there's got to be more to it than that. If the Browns were just willing to let him, willing to let him, kind of fuck over the organization that way, like they had to think that they could potentially sort this out. There was no point in doing that. Clearly, hindsight now, but it was clearly that you shouldn't never done it. And you did. Angel, I finally found it, by the way. The bet we've oh. all been the bet we've all been looking for. Not to completely oh. change the subject. We will definitely have more um, OBJ talk. Speaking of OBJ, uh, breaking news. Uh, Dan Campbell says they will not look to claim. OBJ, despite having the top spot in the waiver order, um, and he he, he didn't give real he didn't give a reason. Uh, he said they're open to everything. They talked about it. We'd be open for just about any player if it made sense, but OBJ does not make sense for them. Uh, There's only one off, cancer here, and that's me, Dan Campbell. <laughs> first off, uh, Taylor Fade. Uh, Taylor Fade. OBJ is not a good fit for the Detroit Lions. Absolutely tell that. They're Owen fucking eight. Like what like adding OBJ to that is legitly OBJ gets into fist cuffs with Dan Campbell in the locker room. OBJ fights Jared Golf in the first quarter. OBJ like <laughs> I want to get happen so bad just because I want to see what OBJ does. Be awful. Just what? Was you just gonna like go to Europe? He wouldn't go. Yeah, he'd be in Europe on vacation. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm out. I'm out. Maybe I'll play if you come play London. Yeah, uh, maybe. See how it goes. Don't bring Bring, my pet. Brings it to, uh, brings it to uh, our favorite bet, my favorite bet, the bet that I'm determined to win here. Who uh, are the Detroit Lions going to beat this season? At Pittsburgh, at Cleveland, 
versus the Bears, versus the Vikings, at the Broncos, versus the Cardinals, at the Falcons, at the Seahawks, ending the season versus the Packers. At the Falcons. At the Falcons is plus 2,200. Yep. That is clearly the bet for me. Dolphins or the Falcons are definitely the team that can have one of those awful, atrocious games that Dan Campbell is the only person to figure out Cordell Patterson and no one else plays great. They would have to, uh, just so you're aware, uh, it is plus 200 to beat the Bears next week, plus 300 to beat the Steelers this week, and the next best odds, if they don't win in the next two weeks, is no regular season wins plus 450. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit, that's crazy. I just put oh, two units on it. I just put two units on uh, on the Detroit Lions' first win to be it versus Atlanta. There you go. Pay, pays out like 50 bucks. There you go. Perfect. It makes sense. It totally makes sense. Because Atlanta's the team to do it. Especially in Atlanta, too. One of those, like, what the fuck is going on right now? The one where they actually win on a missed field goal. Yep, there it is. Fucking 14-13. Swift scores two touchdowns, and that was it. All she wrote. You ready for random bets? Yeah, what you got? Uh, Kansas City Chiefs over... Uh, over ten and a half wins. Over under. Uh, over. That plays. That pays plus one forty. Damn. No That's faith. So, no no faith. faith. That's so tough. Uh, let's see here. I'm trying to see. I'm just kind of cruising for some uh, over unders. Uh, New England Patriots nine and a half over under. They're at five right now, so it'd be five and three the last uh, rest of the season. Oh, plus one thirty. No faith. Um, Minnesota Vikings over oh, under shit. seven and a half. That means they only have to win five more games. They go, I think it's five and three the rest of the year. I don't think they do that. Under is even odds. Yeah, I don't think they do that. What's over? Uh, over is actually favored. It's minus 130. I think they win more than seven and a half games, and they still fire Zimmer. They need to fire Zimmer. Uh, That's the fourth loss in OT. New York Jets is over four and a half. Uh, yes. Mike White's going to be good. Josh, Josh Johnson is going to be good, too. Here's the thing. That's, that's only three more wins. So that's going three and five, I believe, the rest of the year. Maybe three and six. And you are looking at uh, even odds. Plus 100. 
How about the road to six, huh? Road to six. Yeah. The road to six. How about the Jags? What is their uh what are they at right now for over under for wins? Let me go. I was gonna try to find that. Uh four and a half. It's the over under. <laughs> oh, come on, man. Both <laughs> minus one fifteen. Oh my god. What is can you turn it into an all spread of six? What is that right now? Uh they they won't let me do that. I will Damn say it. this. Uh under one and a half wins for the Detroit Lions is even odds. Oh man, that's fucked. That's so fucked. if they go, what is it like two and nine? You win plus a hundred. And I don't think it happens. <laughs> they fucking around be the Vikings though. That that might be the game. Maybe the Vikings. Like that would be the week they fire Zimmer. Oh yeah. Zimmer has not returned. After halftime, we don't know exactly what happened. He's packing his bags, they say. <laughs> he's going deer hunting. He's, he's going deer hunting with his wife. Oh, man. Yes, that's our mid-season NFL win-loss bet extravaganza. There you go. All right. Bro. Probably, I'm legitimately bummed there's no KHL for a full week. <laughs> oh, no. I have to bet regular hockey. I don't know what I'm going to do. Bet Kraken. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> All right. Um... Let's talk a little basketball real quick before we move on to a recap of UFC. Yes, sir. Power rankings came out for the NBA. Let's go through the top five. And then I'm going to have you guess where these three teams are sitting at. All right. Number five, the Utah Jazz. Utah Jazz are playing well. Same way they've always played. Basic fundamental basketball with a great defensive presence in the middle. 76ers, they're playing great without Ben Simmons. Reports that the Boston Celtics has called the 76ers inquiring about Ben Simmons. So Ben Simmons could be on the move to Boston. At, this, three, point, at this point, just by the way, if it meant moving Jalen Brown, are you ready to do it for Ben Simmons? If it's Jalen Brown and anything else. Could it be Marcus Smart and a couple other pieces? That would benefit the 76ers tremendously. I'm talking about from a Boston perspective, though. At this point, he's not playing. Man, I'll offer you Jalen Brown for Ben Simmons straight up. Mm. You can take a second round or we'll swap firsts. 
that's maybe oh, as far oh. as I would go. Because I, quite frankly, don't think that they want Ben Simmons. Embiid, Taylor Fade, Embiid says our chemistry's never been better than it is right now. Well, yeah, I'll tell that. They're the number three best team in power ranking right now. They're playing great, even though Embiid is out with COVID, so he's going to miss up to six games. But, uh, yeah, I'd be very intrigued if Ben Simmons get moved and Boston can keep their core pieces. It'd be a very intriguing lineup. Number three, the Brooklyn Nets. Brooklyn Nets are still number three in the power ranking after James Harden could not figure out these new NBA rules. <laughs> Taylor Fade, are the referees taking it out on Harden right now? Have you seen the calls? And should they be called? Uh, That's an extravagant tail fade for you. Yeah, I, I mean, I would tail it. I mean, he's definitely like one of the poster children for it. Yep. I would argue, honestly, what's more impressive is that he just doesn't get it. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> like it, it's not that hard. You just have to go up and down like you used to play basketball. Like Taylor Fate is James Harden kind of stupid. I mean, Taylor Fate is James Harden kind of soft because he's still not going up to the cup with any strength. He goes up there, flails his arms up. Is he really getting knocked knocked off his rocker at like two hundred and forty pounds? Taylor Fade, did James Harden train it all in the off season? No, fucking fade that shit. I answer that one. That's a fucking fade. (laughs) I feel like any like his trainer's like, hey, 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 James, we're gonna we're gonna practice shooting again today. He remember the new rules. You can't draw fouls. He's like, yeah, man, whatever. Uh. I don't, I'll, I'll train in the. I'll train when the season starts. It's fine. I'm an all star. His trainer is calling. His texting his burner phone that he leaves at home so he can go party. Okay, he's not getting those texts. <laughs> he's hanging out with a uh, little baby, bro. You got time for that? No. Even on his off days. <laughs> Number two. Yes, sir. My Golden State Warriors playing. Absolutely phenomenal. Great defense. They have picked up amazing rookie pieces that are filling in tremendously. They are on a hot streak, and they're doing all this without Clay. And non-rookie pieces, which is more impressive. Yes, yes. They are a full team ready to run this year, and adding Clay in January is going to be perfect. This Warriors team will be in the finals, no question at all. Put your money on it right now. Give me the favorite. Give me the futures on that. I'm throwing units on it with an S. Units. Do it now because it is still plus 900. Yes, absolutely taking that. Taking that plus 900 multiple times. Multiple units, big money on that. Number one, Jay's favorite, the Miami Heat. Hell yeah. Jimmy fucking Butler. Dude, Tyler Hero is playing like somebody. There you go. go. Like somebody. Tyler Hero's name. 
He's playing like somebody that maybe I wouldn't trade for James Harden. There you go. I mean, hey, the Heat look smart right now. The Heat look really fucking smart right now. Now they do. Now they do. Okay. To be fair, though, you know, Loki, I don't know if our listeners saw the play, but James Harden just walking after a ball that got pushed away. Jimmy Butler would have walked on the court and slapped him in the face, open hand. <laughs> Jimmy Butler would have tackled his ass. <laughs> Tyler, Hero, Tyler Hero tried to jump into somebody to draw a foul one time. Jimmy Butler punched him in the face and said, we don't do that soft shit here. <laughs> you want to shoot that shit right, man. Stop playing. <laughs> well, the Miami Heat are playing like the team to beat. I believe they should be the NBA favorites right now. I know they're not, but they're playing great basketball, getting amazing help off the bench. They are, I believe, eight and a half players deep that can run this offense great. And like I said, in NBA, if you have amazing coaching, it could beat star teams. And Spolstra has been showing you that for years. Miami Heat looking great. Now, Mr. J, on these rankings, I have three teams that I would love to have you guess where they're at right now. Number one, the Milwaukee Bucks. Where do you think they are ranked right now? Well, are these all like top 10 teams or just in general? Oh, no. Uh, let me see here. Um, oh, don't cheat. <laughs> I mean, I I don't know what the standings are, so I'm gonna say probably like nine. The Milwaukee Bucks are ranked 16. They they are not playing well right now. They just got True Holiday back from injury. Um, he's played. Three games, he is not playing well. Chris Middleton is off. Giannis is not looking like the MVP like he always does in the beginning of the season. Not looking like that at all. Next team, the Los Angeles Lakers. Where are they? They got to be at least what? If 16 teams make the playoffs, I'm going to have them at 18. They are right, 17. Lakers are awful right now, not really into the rhythm, not playing great basketball, and losing to the Oklahoma City Thunder not once, but twice. Russ gets thrown out of both games, I believe. (laughs) Fun fact, uh, the Oklahoma City Thunder have only beat one other team. (laughs) Put them against a series of the Lakers, and they'll take them to seven. <laughs> and last team, the Minnesota Timberwolves. Where do you think they're ranked right now? 20. 25. 25 right now. Not playing good basketball. They are competitive. 
Kind of. They're exciting. They're exciting to watch. They're competitive until the fourth quarter. Yep. Yep. About that, yeah. They only play about uh, thirty-two minutes. <laughs> Anthony Edwards plays sixty. That helps, right? Yeah. Or what? Forty-eight. Forty-eight. Yeah. He plays forty-eight. That helps. That makes the game all the way exciting. It makes you stay until the end. <laughs> to end the NBA top ten, number six, the Washington Wizards. Number seven, the so Cleveland Cavaliers. <laughs> Ricky Rubio, the goat. <laughs> yeah, thirty-seven ten. Turns Off out, bench. turns out Ricky Rubio was just using the wrong ball. Fuck you, Spalding. <laughs> He could have been a star for years, for decades. No, what are we even? What are we even doing? <laughs> number eight, the New York Knicks. Number nine, the Chicago Bulls, and number ten, the Phoenix Suns. Devin Booker <laughs> doesn't like the new ball either. Not happy with the new ball. Bet the under. None of these guys like the new ball. Bet the under in basketball. Um, all right, UFC wrap up. Man, what a phenomenal card for UFC 268. Every fight was super impressive, super exciting, and the belts did not move. But before we get into the championship fights, tail or fade, Michael Chandler? Uh, Taylor Fade, Michael Chandler as a belt contender or as a UFC fighter? As a UFC fighter, completely now. I'll tail it. Sure. If if the Diaz brothers have shown us anything, if you're willing to, willing to get in there and you're willing to swing, you got a job. Probably for life. Until you get too old, you stop. But in terms of Michael Chandler, the Bellator winner who's going to come light the UFC on fire, who's going to be a title contender. I'm afraid that. Yeah, not an impressive fight against Justin Gaethje. Um, I'll Justin say Gaethje fought it, an amazing fight. Entertaining fight, but not a good fight. Yeah, very entertaining fight. He thought Justin would be full go like he always is. Justin is always go, 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 go. He didn't. He sat back. He let Michael Chandler come to him. And by the second round, Michael Chandler's face showed it. Bleeding all over the place. Justin busted him open. And from there, man, it was kind of a wrap. Uh, Justin played the long game. Hit him with jazz. Hit him with hooks. Had him rocked a couple times. And Michael Chandler goes to ranked like maybe nine. In that division, it's uh, gonna be a long road for him to come back. Rose Yama Yunus looks amazing, shows Wei Li that was not a fluke, that she can win this all the way through, went all the way to the decision. Um, Rose Yama Yunus was great, um, controlled her on the ground. Wei Li had no answer on the ground. Um, Rose did take some heavy punches. She was rocked in about the third round, but found a way to come back and continue to be the champion that she is. That division is a little soft right now, 
So I would love to see a Whaley versus Rose again for three, but Whaley kind of needed to win this one to make that happen. So come for the belt next in that division. And Usman versus Covington. What do you think about that fight? Uh, first off, I was not expecting uh, Welly to get gassed like that. <coughs> yeah, she had, she had nothing left in that last no. round, so that was that was uh, an extra impressive uh, win in my book. Uh, in terms of the main event, man, I think we're. I mean, this might be giving too much credit, but Usman might just be. Colby's John Jones to his DC. Yeah, yeah. But he's unfortunately, fortunately, unfortunately, Usman isn't gonna, you know, fire off his gun in the air, uh, sideswipe a bus, you know, get busted for doping. Uh, punch a lady in the face. Punch a lady in the face. All the other shitty things that John Jones has done to, you know, let people uh, take his belt away. In fact, Usman, first person ever, 50 straight uh, USADA clean tests in a row. Never had one dirty test. It's so impressive they gave him a fucking jacket. But (laughs) Colby's in a tough spot. Uh, Usman, heavy hands, learned a jab. And, you know, I think the only way Colby wins against a guy like Usman is he's got to push the pace go chaos like you did in those last two rounds. But, man, it only takes one jab, and he's got some power, and you're out. Yeah. That is exactly what happened. Um, Kobe Covington got knocked down twice in the second round. Uh, found a way to the third and fourth round. Just didn't do enough in the fifth round to completely – take over and take the numbers over, even though a judge ranked it 49-46, which was awful. Crazy. Let's you, let you know you're in New York. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was crazy. Absolutely lets you know that in Vegas that is a completely different fight. But, um, yeah, Kobe Covington did get cut open. It was a accidental headbutt. So the UFC referees are supposed to ignore that cut but yeah the two knockdowns in the second round really gave Usman the win even though I think Covington did fight Usman better than any other fighter has um and that division is kind of stale up top it is kind of stale up top right now um right now next December 11th UFC 269 you will see Who's going to fight Usman again? It's going to be Leon Edwards versus Masvidal for the number one contender for that belt. So I want to see who wins that. It's going to be very interesting. As Do somebody I think... who likes Masvidal, I hope we don't have to watch Masvidal Usman three. Really? I just I don't think he's got. I don't think he's anywhere close. Ah, uh, see, that's the problem. I think number one. The first fight, 10 days, cut 20 pounds in 10 days, a lot of excuses. Usman did a lot of wrestling. Okay. Number two, he 
got caught. He got caught. He's that's the first time he's ever got caught in his career. And the first time he's ever been knocked out in his career. And I think with Usman or Masvidal knowing what he needs to do to beat Usman, it will be the same result as Covington coming in, knowing what to do against Usman. Just it'll be a more entertaining fight. And I think Usman or I think Masvidal can push it to five rounds, can push it to be a violent fight that maybe maybe Masvidal wins. I just don't think he's got the chin for it, man. <sighs> it was his first knockdown ever, man. You gotta you've gotta be able to take some punishment. Honestly, I would love for a guy like John Jones to cut weight down there and try to fight Usman. That would be a great super fight. I don't think John Jones John Jones might never fight again, but I I would love to watch that fight. 205 to 190, yeah. That would be a very interesting fight. Or to where is he? Yeah, 170, sorry. Because that jab cut. is not going to do much against John Jones' kicks. You're right. I would rather see Israel go down and fight Usman, but they're all friends and shit, so I don't think they will ever see each other. So. <sighs> Jones just needs to get his shit together and fight Ngannou, and that's it. Fighting Ngannou, taking Ngannou's belt. Yeah, like we haven't been saying that for fucking years. Well, shit. Someone needs to watch Jones better. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Before picks of the week, my final NASCAR announcement of the year. How many bets did you win this year, Angel? You bet I every race. Two. I won two. None of them were with Denny Hamlin. <laughs> Damn it, Denny. I, I, I want to start off by saying, fuck you, Alex Bowman. Um, respectfully, unrespectfully, you're an asshole. You knew what you did. You cut Denny off. You blew him out of not only that winning that race, but just winning the playoffs because you don't know how to drive a car. Danny Hammer went nuts on Alex Bowman, as he should. And the winner of 2021 is Kyle Larson. He wins the NASCAR this NASCAR season um, after having a controversial offseason. He finds a way to win and make all that disappear. Congratulations, Kyle Larson. Uh, Alex Bowen, fuck you. Respectfully. Respectfully, of course. Damn you. Denny, Ham- Denny Hamlin ended up third behind Truex Jr., it was a bad, it was a, yeah. And good old Bubba ended up like 177 behind Danica Patrick, and she hasn't raced in like three years. Yikes. <laughs> All right, time for Picks of the Week. It's time for the moment you've been waiting for. The Money Back Guaranteed Picks of the Week. Actually guaranteed to gamble responsibly.
I don't like how the book my book is giving me like not a lot of odds. I need to find maybe I need to find a new book that gives me better odds. I would love to. Yeah, man. Mac Jones is a dirty ass player, twisting that uh, dude's ankle like that. Now he's out. Body of the ball, dude. Mac Jones was Mac, no bullshit. Mac Jones. It was egregious. It was awful. It was a completely dirty play by Mac Jones. He should be fined heavily by the team and the NFL. Patrick Mahomes would be in a bubble if that happened. <laughs> no. You know what? That's that's too light. Commissioner exemplist for two weeks. Go ahead. Sit down. <clears throat> sit, sit down, okay? Wouldn't that, that be embarrassing, awful. though, to, like, have Ryan Hoyer win the division for the Patriots? I think Rodgers needs to leave all Patriots quarterbacks alone for, like, 10 years. I think that was a contract. <laughs> he won't do nothing. He's a pussy. Oh, sorry. I read uh, one of uh, Gruden's emails right there. Start by that guy. Football-hating pussy. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, those emails just pop up, man. Jesus. All right. You got picks? I got picks. I got wonderful picks this week. Bro, I got I got fucking picks, son. I got I don't have picks, dude. I have fucking winners. Oh, there you go. What do you mean picks? I don't give picks. I give winners, son. There you go. What you got for me? Uh, so my NBA picks, because they give me jack shit for odds, are tonight. <laughs> so you're just going to see that I won. But I am taking Charlotte plus 115 to win. That's straight up, dude. They're not, they're not favored. Uh, yeah, Charlotte Hornets play the Lakers. Oh, well. At L.A., but it's plus 115. Mellow goes off. I think I think that's a dub. I mean, yeah. You need him to go off, though. And here's your free money of the night. All right. Uh, Atlanta Hawks at Golden State. I'm taking Golden State minus three. It's plus, minus 110. That's an easy pick. My Warriors yeah. looking good. Uh, hockey. Tomorrow night, I'm taking uh, Edmonton Oilers, and I'm taking the Pittsburgh Penguins to win. Puck line, minus one and a half. Edmonton is at Detroit. Uh, I think they are going to have enough juice, but that is plus 135. And then this one, I know Crosby's out, but Pittsburgh is still a good team. And the Chicago Blackhawks, new coach, are not playing well. Minus one and a half is plus two hundred. I think that's, I think that's, things are terrible odds. I think that's, like, way too high. So I'm gonna take that one, and then my one college football pick. I am taking Michigan at Penn State, plus one hundred five. Michigan's number seven. Uh, the Big Ten just announced they missed a bunch of calls in the Michigan State game. Jim Harbaugh said. 
So, I mean, they have their sights on winning the Big Ten against Ohio State. And this would be a huge step. I don't think Penn State is that good. So it'll be it'll be a massive game, but that's why I'm taking a money line. All right. Not bad, not bad. Um, my picks are gonna be later this week. Um, on Thursday, I am picking the over on the Ravens and Dolphins game. Um, me and Jay did great on the overs and unders this week. Um, they I they call me the over king. I don't know if you heard that. I am the over king. <laughs> I hit a great parlay that paid me very, very well. It was a six team, so I'm doing pretty well there. I'm going to run the streak with the Ravens and Dolphins over 46. On Friday, we are back. International games playing for bragging rights for the World Cup. I'm taking USA over Mexico. It's going to be a barn burner. It's going to be all over. It's going to be a great game where I think USA can win this. Not only win this, I'm going to take them minus one and a half. I think USA is going to run the table on Mexico. And this is where they're going to show that, hey, they are going to be great. And also, they're plus 10,000 to win the World Cup. That is a futures bet I'm going to put money on to shock the world. One unit, that's all. (laughs) On Saturday, we're going to move to college football. I am going to tail Jay's pick. I'm going to take Michigan over Penn State. I'm also going to take Baylor plus 180 over OU. They're having quarterback issues. Not really. Spencer is having quarterback issues. But I'm going to take Baylor to win that shot. OU. And then Minnesota had an awful game. Losing to Illinois. After giving PJ all that money. Oh, all those years. All that money. But. I'm also going to take them to lose against Iowa. This is where they're going to really go down the hill. They're going to lose their 20th ranking. I'm going to take Iowa minus six. And those are my picks. I don't hate it. What an awful game for Minnesota. Awful. Bro, I, 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 uh, I owned it. Uh, I said, uh, well, I guess P.J. Fleck is not going to the SEC, like I said, because that was horrible. Woof. And, yeah, I was going to take care of them pretty handsomely. Yeah, I I don't disagree. Man, I – I have not been a PJ Fleck fan, but I he's he's definitely not um, he's definitely not earn, living up to a seven year contract. That's for sure. If it was anywhere but Minnesota, he might be on the fucking hot seat. Yeah, well, not here. You get seven years, and you got to deal with him for another seven years coaching just up the street from you. Those are your picks of the week. This is money back guaranteed. Thank you for listening. Once again, 
check us out on IG, money underscore back underscore podcast. We put all our picks on there. We put reels on there. I need to get back on my um, waiver picks. Um, we're going to have – it's getting close. We're, what, five weeks away from playoffs in the fantasy football world. I need Chicago to have a big game, so I'll be going to watch that. You guys have a wonderful night. Check out our podcast, like our podcast, subscribe to it, and share it. Because this is Minnesota's best sports and betting podcast. Hell yeah, brother. Hell yeah. Good luck. Let's win some bets. Let's win some money, man.